The Veterans Club is brought to you through the generosity of our sponsors and advertisers. Please visit www.theveteransclub.org and thank those companies who have contributed to making this program work. Welcome to the Veterans Club Podcast, a production where veterans and community meet and thrive. We talk with veterans about their life and military service and to veterans organizations about their community service efforts. We've joined forces with the Baby Boomers Radio Network to help increase the reach of veterans and their heart for service. With your help sharing these episodes, we can reach more people and change more lives. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you to our veterans for their service to country and community. Veterans Business Accelerator Fall 22 for veterans and their families. Classes start September 27 and run Tuesday and Thursday every evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Located at North Idaho College, the Armand Building. Give your veteran-owned business an edge. The North Idaho College Veteran Business Accelerator is specifically designed to equip veterans and their families with the essential skills necessary to launch a new business, grow their existing operation, and develop a roadmap for business success. Visit www.bit.ly slash vetbizacc. Mark your calendar, October 2nd, 10 a.m. for the Idaho Chapter Farmer Veterans Coalition. They're actively seeking veterans who are eager to learn farming of any style, gardening, woodworking, etc. No land required. They're blessed to have Idaho's oldest tree farm there in Idaho. Family owned for 102 years and first tree farm in Idaho's Centennial Farms. Please go to farmvetco.org to watch some videos for this organization. Get started on October 2nd at 10 a.m. Lancaster Creek Farms, 18215 North Tree Farm Lane, Hayden, Idaho, 83. Eight three five. Mark your calendar Thursday, October 13th, 2022 from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. for the Veterans Virtual Job Fair. For veterans who are looking for work, this virtual event includes a free virtual job fair in Spokane Valley, Washington on October 13, 2022, including hiring managers from local and national organizations on the hunt for top talent like you. As a job seeker, all you have to do is sign up, show up, and chat with key decision makers and get hired. The HireX virtual job fair allows you to interview virtually with employers through video, audio, and or text chat. Five days prior to the job fair, you will receive an email to view registered companies and available jobs. To save time, you can schedule an interview in advance and skip the line to speak with a hiring manager. Once the job fair begins, you will have three hours to speak with employers in attendance. Visit hireex.us slash jobfairs slash Washington slash Spokane Valley for more information. Well, thank you for tuning in. With me in studio today, I've got a friend of mine, Laura. Laura, thank you so much for taking time to talk with the Veterans Club. Absolutely my pleasure, Ed. So let's let's start with a few basics. What branch of service did you serve in, and, and um, what years did you actually serve? Uh, I was uh, an Army nurse, and I went in um, through ROTC, um, was commissioned in 1985, and... Um, Left in 1991. And, and why did you choose the Army? Interesting question.
question, Ed. I was a I was a young college student. Um, I um, was fortunate enough to um, uh, have gone to El Salvador as an exchange student when I was in high school. So I was more or less fluent. So I thought, shoot, it'll be easy to study Spanish in college, and I'll couple that with business, and um, you know, be have an international business degree. I uh, learned after about uh, uh, my second year studying accounting and business-related things, that that just really wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I saw an ad in the paper that said, in the Daily Iowan, that said, be all you can be, all you have to do is become a nurse, and we'll pay for it. So I thought, why not? Um, I'd taken a lot of sciences, so it really didn't take me that much longer. Um, and uh, it was it was a, a great coupling, nursing and the Army. Wonderful. You know, it's interesting. I You think about... Uh, career advancement, that, that really actually wasn't my thought when I joined the military. My, my case was, I just wanted to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, my parents weren't going to pay for college as they promised, so I didn't have student loans at the time. So I wanted out, and Army was that way to, to get out. I, I also, I, you know, I look back on my military service, and, and, and there was a lot of um, growth and independence that took place. What, what was your first memory in the military, and, and, and how did that shape your service going forward? You know, Ed, I would have to, I, I'd take it back to ROTC. You know, I, I'm not yet a commissioned um, officer, but you're um, in the military when you're in ROTC. And um, it was the physical um, side of things. I never really exercised as a youth other than um, what you do as a kid. Um, and the, the running, um, the push-ups, the, the sit-ups, but most especially the running. And I, I re- and at the time, it was back in the early 80s, um, and the, they were still running in army boots just for a very short period of time. And I remember my first two-mile run with primarily uh, men, right? There weren't very many women. Um, and um, I really didn't know if I was going to make it, but I um, got myself together and and finished that two-mile run with the boys. That was my first, like, wow, I can do this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the PT tests, mm-hmm. those were quite the experience. So but what was your, uh, how do I ask this question? This is, this is a question out of left field. We all have those motivating factors, that self-talk, that, uh, that, uh, that ability to drive ourselves beyond what we think we're capable of doing. And, you know, physical exercise, you know, unless somebody's chasing you with a gun, that's, that's a different scenario. But when we're doing it just because the drill sergeant told us to do so, that requires kind of a different level of discipline. What was your self-talk? What, what was it that you were able to do to get past that, that obstacle that ordinarily would prevent somebody from you know, I think it kind of throughout my life, I, I it it's the the uh, self talk is I I can't fail. I mean, I I don't I I I don't want to fail. I I um, I'm going to get through this one way or another. Um, and um, I mean, I I have always strived to succeed at things, not be on top by any means, but to to finish what I start. Um, and when I when I joined the military, much like you, because I didn't want to take out any more student loans, um, I 
I told myself I wasn't going to fail. I was going to figure it out. It was a whole new world. No one in my family had ever been in the military. Um, my family probably wasn't real thrilled that I was joining the military, um, but I, I knew I was going to succeed. Wonderful. So, you know, so you were a nurse in the military. Tell us just a little bit about your job. What, what was it about the job that sticks with you today? You know, the military um, really gives a nurse the opportunity to experience a, a wide array of different types of nursing to discover what he or she um, really loves. I, um, and, and they provide um, a lot of orientation, more than in the civilian world, I would think. Um, I was initially stationed at Fort Benning for about a year and then um, over in Europe for the remainder of my um, service. Um, but you really learn and do. Um, I mean, you are starting your own lines. You are, um, I, I mean, you're doing um, a, a lot of things that perhaps a, a, a regular RN wouldn't initially start doing. You're dropping in G-tubes. You're, you're just doing all sorts of things. Um, and you have good support. You have um, your leaders that are, are there mentoring you and guiding you. Um, I mean, I can still remember um, uh, some of my, um, my first mentors, my first nurse managers, if you will, um, and how much they cared um, uh, to see that I was successful um, as I went on. Um, so I think I started, I mean, I was all over the map. I started um, probably med surge. I was on OB-GYN. I landed in the ER, um, which was really my love, um, and uh, was um, in the emergency department for um, the majority of my time. Um, and then when I got out, I had to make a choice, um, uh, you know, either the management route or I was going to stay ED and continue that vein. Um, and I chose to go the management route. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about your career after the military. But now, what, what were some of your duty stations? Where did you serve? Um, as I mentioned, I was at Fort Benning. I did officer basic in San Antonio and then moved on to Fort Benning for about a year in the opportunity to go to Landstuhl in Germany. Um, after I, I'd been in the service for about a year, um, came up and um, away I went and I was at Landstuhl for the remainder of time, which is very near Ramstein Air Force Base. Yes, no, I'm yeah, familiar yeah. with it. Beautiful area. Mm -hmm. I, I, loved, I loved my time in mm -hmm. Germany. Fabulous. Oh, as did I. What was your most fondest memory of military service? You know, I think just the, uh, I, well, if I had to pick one, because I mean, there really were a lot. I mean, all the people that you meet, um, I mean, I can still see um, so many people in my mind's eye. Um, the opportunity for travel. I mean, I had a lot of um, opportunity for travel as a, you know, on my time off as well as, as with the military. At one point in time, we went on a medical mission to Botswana, which was, uh, uh, we were going to teach the Botswana Defense Force um, ATLS, and we were going to go to some clinics in, in some of the remote regions. Um, and that certainly, I, I mean, I love travel, so I think anything travel-related would, would be um, what I would tell you. Outstanding. Now, were you married in Germany or were you single? I was single um, when I um, went to Germany and I was married when I left Germany. Okay. Um, I met my husband um, in Europe. He's an American, um, but he was over um, working uh, with his brother. Um, and we met um, uh, in an interesting way. 
We had both worked in Glacier Park when we were 18, 19 years old, although we didn't meet in Glacier. We met through a mutual acquaintance um, who had been in Glacier the same time that both of us had. And the rest is history. We've so been married. They say. Yeah, yeah, we got so. married in Denmark. We didn't get married in Germany. We got married in Denmark. Not very many people get to say, yeah, I got married in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. um, if you had to do it all over again, you do anything different? No. I mean, I think that what the military um, gave me was a gift that um, led me to, to um, a, a very a, a successful career, uh, a happy career. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I think the military was was good for me. It, it provided a lot of structure, um, gave me a lot of um, food for thought on what leadership means, and um, I'm, I'm happy that it was the, that I read that ad in the paper and, and uh, said yes. Now, how were you able to uh, translate your military knowledge, military experience, to the civilian world? Well, you know, it was not easy at first. Because when you're in the military and you ask a sergeant or um, a specialist to um, you know, maybe go start that line in room, whatever, um, they just say, yes, ma'am, and, and it's done. Um, and, and I'm sure it's done. Um, in the civilian world, it's, you have to ask, not tell. Um, and and that it, took me, it didn't take me long, but I I've, uh, very soon figured out how um how to to um work in the civilian nursing world versus the military nursing world um, were there were there any other um oh tricks of the trade is what pops into my head but that's not the right word were were, were there any other experiences that you gained from the military that translated into your career advancement? I think it's it, back to what I had said earlier. It's just how the military, as you, as you go through it, you learn to lead. You're always leading, um, working with groups of people, um, interpersonally um, being able to communicate, uh, you know, what it is that needs to happen. It, uh, the military was a, um, a a great training ground. I mean, I wasn't in, you know, I was only in for um, five and a half, six years, um, and um, it it was a really good five and a half, six years. Taught me, um, you know, just basic nursing skills for sure, for certain, um, as well as the ability to um, um, understand how to get the job done. Um, you know. Regardless of um, if you were the, um, the the lieutenant or the colonel that was telling you what to do, if you were sitting with a grandchild and advising them about uh, their potential service, what advice would you give them? You know, if I had a grandchild, I wish I did. Yeah, you're not way too yet. young. You're way yet. too young no. to get there, but no. you know. I no, it's not that. It's my children just aren't aren't ready yet. Um, you know, it it would depend on, um, and, and neither of my children um, who are in their, um, you know, well into adulthood, um, chose that path. 
Um, our son initially was thinking about it, but because of his eyesight was, was unable. Um, I think I would tell um, a, a, a young person um, that absolutely it's a, a, a path that um, will teach you skills that you will have for the rest of your life. Um, it will, um, you know, it'll challenge you. Um, you'll have to um, dig down deep because uh, there's going to be times when you just really don't want to do what you're being told to do, but you do it because you don't have a choice. Uh, and um, it's, it's, a, it's a great growth experience, and I, I would encourage the youth of the, today to, um, to consider it. I mean, not a lot of us serve. I think it's, it's, a, um, it's an honorable thing to do. Um, and, and years out, you're going to look back at that time and, and be proud. For sure. Yeah, I look back on my service, and those are very, very fond years. Plus, I got to do really cool things. I did. You know, honestly, I could have been an infantryman, and I think I still would have felt really cool about what I got to do. The military just exposed me to things that, as 18, 19, 20 years old, I wouldn't have experienced any other way. So, um, we've got a lot of veterans in our communities now who, I don't know if the word struggle is the right word to use, but I'm going to use it just for discussion purposes. we got a lot of veterans who are, who are struggling with, with life as it is now. What would you say to them with regards to uh, the importance of connecting with community? You know, and I, I understand. I, I know that veterans are suffering. I know that... Um, the suicide rate for veterans is is higher than the suicide rate for non-veterans, and you know what I would what I would tell them is you know even though you're not with your brothers your sisters in the military, there's people out there that care, um, and and want you to um, be successful. Um, but I would also say, you know, reach out for that help, um, but also reach within. You know what. What um, can you do to, to, to make inroads? Um, who can you meet? What service organizations can you join? Um, the important thing is that, that you're in, in contact with, with, with people. They may not be friends, but they're people that you can do something with. Um, and also, I take it back to that, um, you know, the exercise thing that the military taught all of us. Um, do that for yourself if you're, if you're physically able. Um, because certainly the endorphins that are produced um, um, by the physicality of things are, are fantastic for, for mental health. Okay, so, you know, it's interesting. You, you bring up, like, civic, civics organizations, uh, you know, Rotary, SIRS, uh, ELKS, et cetera. These, there's a lot of those types of organizations that are more social or, or community service in nature. But what would you say to uh, a veteran who's who's looking at less of a um, an ailment based need, but more of a uh, a friendship based or community service based need? What would you say to them with regards to getting involved into the community? There are so many opportunities. There's so many organizations um, that need help. Um, need volunteers. Um, I um, 
worked with CASA, which uh, is an incredible organization that that can that that can use volunteers in in a in a very meaningful way. Um, there's I, I mean there's multiple organizations like that, uh, hospice, um, different um, um, I guess even like assisted livings. People just um, need to get on the World Wide Web and you know figure out what what is your passion and you know find the path you know be it um, through a church be it through um, uh, a senior organization find the path where you can give back because giving back actually gives to you um, volunteerism I'm I'm thrilled that I'm um, able to be retired recently and can now, um, you know, follow um, whatever path uh, makes me happy. And, and that's in giving back because I, I strongly believe that all of us need to give back to our community. And in doing so, we're giving to ourselves because the, um, the joy um, that we get from giving to others is real. Yeah, and that's such a great point. I'm a Rotarian, and in Rotary, there's the motto, service above self. And the act of uh, serving the community, like I'm, I just did this veterans breakfast a couple of weeks ago. We, we, uh, we got, I just decided to serve breakfast to veterans. And I went to my Rotary club, and I said, I want to do this. And at first, folks were kind of confused, but we did that, and you know, even the process leading up to it, just talking with veterans, there there was such a such a demand for veterans just meeting other veterans, and and then once we had the event, it, it, you're right, it, it's it's food for the soul. Mm-hmm. The the these kind of uh, volunteer activities, while you're doing for the community, I got more out of it, I think, than everybody else that was there. Yeah, what a great event, um, and it. it there is, there is, if there's something special about being a veteran and meeting other veterans is, I mean, you're always going to talk about your service and what branch were you in? How long were you in? Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a great connection. Um, so thank you for putting that together, Ed. It was a, a, a marvelous thing. It was did. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with veterans before we wrap up? Just that I love each of you. You know, uh, and thank you for your service and um, carry on. And Laura, thank you for your service. Thank you for coming on the Veterans Club. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have enjoyed the episode, please click the subscribe button and get notified when new episodes are published. Please take a moment to share these episodes with a friend. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or have something to share with the community, please email info at theveteransclub.org.